And um, my son, when he was pretty young at school, got made fun of because his mom was fat. And that was upsetting. I was hurt that he was getting picked on, right? Because I thought, oh, you know, this is something I'm doing to him. Losing weight isn't easy. And some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, my name's Carl and I'm your host and we're here today to talk about weight loss success. I have a guest joining me from North Carolina in the US of A. Stephanie, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Absolute pleasure to have you on the show and you have a remarkable story to share today that I cannot wait to hear. Why don't you tell us first of all a little bit about yourself, Stephanie? Well, um, gosh, every time someone asks me about myself, I, I completely forget everything interesting about myself, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, generally, uh, I am, you said I'm from North Carolina, um, lived in the South my whole life. I am 47 years old. Um, I'm a mother of twins that are almost, oh my goodness, 25 next month. That's hard to believe. So I was an infant when I had them, clearly. Um, I work for a large uh, software as a service company, um, nine to five kind of job. And then I teach a lot of fitness classes in most every other hour of the day. <laughs> so um, happily married for almost 20 years. I have a great dog. Um, just really have a enjoyable, happy life. That's fantastic to hear and, and very nice also. So Stephanie, you, you mentioned that you teach fitness classes. And I imagine this is probably something you didn't do at the beginning of your weight loss journey. <laughs> I did not. No, I um, became a, I decided to become a Zumba instructor um, in, in the end of 2021. So it was actually December 31st of 2021. I became licensed to be a Zumba instructor. And then I decided I would become a, a group fitness instructor through uh, the American Council on Exercise. So I did that. And then I got an additional, it's uh, called Strong Nation. So it's it used to be called Zumba Strong. And it's, it's basically hit cardio choreographed to music. It's super fun. So I did that. And then I became a um, certified nutrition coach through um, the National Academy of Sports Medicine. So I, and I'm working on getting certified as a personal trainer. So I really go hard in <laughs> whatever I do. If I'm doing something, I'm going pretty hard at it. So, but yeah, I, if you told it me. It sounds like you've gone all in on this. Absolutely. I, absolutely. So if you told me a few years ago, I would be doing any of this. I would have probably laughed in your face, but you know, here we are. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And and just, you know, before we go into the details and, and talk about your story in more detail, uh, you tell us how much weight have you lost in total? 
200 pounds. 200 pounds. That's absolutely remarkable. Congratulations, Stephanie. Because I, I can imagine as someone myself who has lost a small amount of weight in comparison, the determination and a discipline it can take to do that. I would imagine that starting your journey, whether or not you'd actually decided that that was going to be your target weight loss or not, it's it's a considerable amount of weight and you know it, it must have taken a lot of um, determination and um, strength to be able to complete it and I can't wait to hear about it in more detail but Stephanie would you mind maybe starting at the beginning before you even decided to lose weight how was how has your weight been an impact in your life and how has it been part of your life previously to you deciding to lose weight you know I I feel like when I was younger, I felt like I was fat, right? I, th I think a lot of a lot of people go through this. You know, you might compare yourself to um, other people you know or siblings or or whatever. Um, you know, I, I've heard so many women say, you know, I wish I was as fat as I was the first time I thought I was fat, right? <laughs> but um, I did have. Um, I always struggled. I feel like even even when I was younger, I struggled with my weight. I I feel like I I really made efforts from the time I was quite young to lose weight and and was very successful around the time I was about 15. I lost quite a bit of weight around that time, but I basically was starving myself, which is not good and definitely not sustainable and just a really it's it's really bad you know I, I remember eating sometimes like one lean cuisine a day and you know patting myself on the back for being so virtuous about it and it's just terrible when I think about it now but um I you know I I really didn't feel for a long time though as I got older that um this is really impacting my life. You know, I I had my children and I was in a terrible marriage then and, and ended up um, getting a divorce. Uh, my my first husband, uh, that didn't work out, but it was me and my, and my children. And, you know, I met my current husband and he just thought I was beautiful and great and wonderful. And it really, you know, I had a job and I was doing things. And I started to kind of notice that things were getting harder, right? Um, I think that was what what sort of started me down the path of, okay, like I need to get serious about this. Um, I, my son, um, I have a son and a daughter, uh, my twins. And um, my son, when he was pretty young at school, got made fun of because his mom was fat. And that was upsetting, right? And and that you know, and of course, you teach your children like, oh, people are what what matters is what's on the inside, and all these things. And of course, you know, he was not, you know, he was hurt because he loved me, and he didn't want people to be mean to me. But I was hurt that he was getting picked on, right? Because I thought, oh, you know, this is something I'm doing to him. Um, so. I also worked at a company that was on a um, a large reservation, and I had to uh, park very far away from my building and walk up a steep hill <laughs> to get to my office. And I would get winded halfway up the hill. Like, I, I couldn't get to my, I would have to stop halfway up the hill to get to my desk. Now, I lived in East Tennessee, and there are a lot of hills in East Tennessee. We mostly mountains, right? But 
it was a it was a steep walk but still i was i was a young person it was not something that i should have struggled with um to that level so I, I i knew like okay you're going to have to make a change and and you know i would kind of half-heartedly say oh well you know i'll i'll do better next week i'm going to start soon blah 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 um but then as my children got older i think the biggest thing for me was i did not want to miss any of their life and i started to really be concerned that if I didn't get my health in order, that I was going to miss out on my kids' lives. And, and that just seemed intolerable. I, I just couldn't imagine them growing up and graduating from high school, graduating from college, having their own children, things like that, and, and not being part of that. So I knew that I was going to have to make changes if I wanted to be around. And I think for me, that was the biggest thing. Just sort of facing my own mortality in that way was, was the biggest catalyst to make that change. And, and I can completely understand that and relate to that because I have two young children myself at the moment. They're you know, only eight and six nearly. And... Mm -hmm already the thought of just getting older and that even the thought of at some point there's going to be a stage where I won't get to see how the rest of their life pans out and right. I don't want to get too morbid on the conversation but, <laughs> right. you know it, it's life it's what happens that's right and I, I I think that anything you can do to kind of extend that enjoyment of being around to see them to to watch them grow to spend time with them to be there for them mm -hmm. is important and definitely a strong motivator to become healthier mm -hmm. and so were you experiencing i mean you mentioned stephanie that obviously walking up that hill to work every day that, that you, you could feel that you were unfit and unhealthy but did, did was your health being impacted in any other way by being overweight well, you know, it's interesting. I had horrible migraines. I had migraines probably three or four times a week where I would just have to lay in a darkened room with a, you know, a wet washcloth over my face. I, um, I had polycystic ovarian syndrome. And of course, you can always find a million reasons that this, you know, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. Um, of course, that's all cleared up <laughs> since I've lost weight. And the other thing, and, and this is something that I honestly can say, I did not realize until I lost weight was how achy and tired I just felt all the time. Just everything felt so exhausting. And I just had a lot of just body aches and pains constantly. So thankfully, nothing huge, nothing I feel like was just completely insurmountable, but I, I didn't feel good. I just didn't feel good in general. I understand. And, and I think that's quite a common thing. And, and quite often as well, like you said, until you've experienced the other side of, of mm -hmm. feeling healthier, feeling more energetic, it's hard to realize what kind of rut you'd gotten yourself into. And I think that's Absolutely. true for many people. And, and, yeah. and if you don't mind me asking, your your eating habits and diet, um, like I know that for some people, weight gain and, and the inability to lose weight or just 
constantly feeling that they're overweight can not always be attributed to solely diet, but mm -hmm. it's usually quite a, a big contributing factor. So did you have a quite poor diet before you decided to lose weight? I mean, I, I think I did. I think I just didn't pay a lot of attention to it, just to be honest. I I had young kids. I, we were always, we, we ate out like too much, I'm sure. Um, a lot of activities, you're always kind of doing something. I, I had a job that was pretty stressful and um, it was a, quite a commute. And it seemed like, you know, every night, oh, you're just grabbing fast food or you're just doing this or that. You know, you sit down uh, with a big bowl of ice cream to, to watch The Biggest Loser or whatever on TV. I don't want to know how many times I did that, you know. But um, I just didn't, I didn't really even think about it. I didn't really I don't want to say I didn't care about it, but maybe I didn't really care about it at the time. I just felt like, oh, this is just, this is how everybody eats. This is just normal. And of course I grew up in the South and, um, you know, we're pretty good cooks here, right? Like, and, and everything is kind of fatty, you know, even vegetables can be made very fatty in the South. So, um, it felt very, um, normal. You know, I felt like, oh, I don't eat any differently than anybody I know, right? But um, I just didn't, I didn't pay attention to it at all. I, I didn't, I, it never crossed my mind to, to make better choices at all. And that's fair enough. And, and the reason I asked, and I, I guess it's because from talking to you now about, you know, your, your journey leading up to your decision to lose weight, for a lot of people who a lot of people have very good and strong self-awareness if they binge eat or if they're emotional eaters but it doesn't sound as though for you this was a, a huge factor it sounds like life was going at a fast pace and you didn't really just stop and take stock of, of where you are or your health or anything until you thought okay now there's a moment i need to to become healthier and that was for your children is that fair to say? I think so. Yeah. I, I don't remember having um, particular issues where I felt like, I, and I mean, obviously I was eating too much. Like you don't get to a point that you need to lose 200 pounds unless you're overeating. But it was, I, I, I almost feel like it was just so, just kind of normal you know, and, and it, it's amazing to me now that I, I do pay attention to those things, like how quickly things add up. Um, I, I remember, and this is such a silly thing to remember, but I just remember so clearly um, when I was younger, I, I was really the only person in my family that had a weight issue. And um, my mom would say things to me like, well, if you would just, you know, if you would just exercise a little bit, if you just like walk a few times a week, you can eat whatever you want and you don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about it. And I thought, oh, well, you know, that makes sense. Well, of course, that's not true, but <laughs> um, she didn't have a problem with her weight, right? She, she did not have these issues. So, I mean, in her brain, that probably made a lot of sense. Um, and I always felt as though I didn't really eat any differently than anybody I knew, but um, 
that was probably not good, right? <laughs> even though, you know, yes, I mean, okay, they, and, and even now, um, you know, my parents in particular, they, I, I'm always amazed at how they eat. But even in their 70s, now they're very active and they do a lot of things. So it's, um, you know, it's not been that big of an issue for them. But everyone's different. And of course, I, I was the unlucky one that kind of, um, dealt with the brunt of like, hey, maybe this is not the right way for me personally to be eating. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, close. it was just kind of, um, lack of attention to, to what my body really needed, I think. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you. It was interesting to find that out. And so Stephanie, they, they came the point where you decided, okay, I'd like to become healthier. I'm going to lose some weight. And you said earlier that this was really inspired by wanting to be around for your children and, and watch them grow mm -hmm. up. So when you made that decision, and I don't know if there was a particular moment that triggered it specifically, but when, when that moment arrived, what was your decision-making process? What did you decide to do as a first step? Well, so I decided again that I was going to, I was going to start exercising because my brain also really believed for the longest time, you know, all, all you need to do is just exercise, just exercise the food that'll work itself out, right? Like you'll, you'll figure that out. You don't have to worry that much about what you eat. You just need to worry about exercising. So, um, I, one day I decided I was just going to start and I, after work, I came home and I put on my sweatpants and I put on my tennis shoes and I was, I was going to go to the park and I was going to walk. And I just decided I was just going to walk as far as I could. And so I start walking and I am feeling really good. You know, I'm outside, it's beautiful weather, it's great. And I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. I am, I am killing this. I'm doing amazing. I'm going to lose a hundred pounds in a month. You know, like all these things. I'm like, oh, you're, you're just, you, you have clearly walked at least five miles. You're just, you're killing this, you know? And, um, I see this trail marker along the trail and I, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to see how great I'm doing. And I get to the trail marker and it says 0.75. So I had walked not even a mile. <laughs> And um, I was like, clearly that cannot be right. You know, I, I, I am winded. You know, this is awful. But um, that was correct. So I turned around and I got back to my car and I had walked a mile and a half. And I was so humble. I was so tired. I was like, okay, this is serious. Like a mile and a half, Stephanie, this is, this is ridiculous. And right after that 0.75 mile marker, was an enormous hill. Again, East Tennessee, there's hills everywhere. <laughs> and I literally couldn't go further at that point. I could not go up that hill. There, I knew there was no way I could go up that hill. Um, so I then decided, okay, the best way for me to manage this um, and, and continue going and continue doing these things is I am going to sign up for something that is outrageous you know, just outrageous for me to do. And um, what I did was there was a, um, there was a breast cancer walk that was a two-day walk. So the first day you walked the, uh, the length of a marathon and the second day you walked the length of a half marathon. So I said, okay, I'm going to do that. 
Like I'm going to sign up and I'm going to do this and I'm going to tell everybody I'm doing this and I am going to, I'm just going to kill it. I'm going to do that, you know, because I'm the type of person that if I tell you I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do it, period. And I was, I didn't want to be embarrassed. I didn't want to, you know. So I kept going back every day because I couldn't say I was going to do this huge undertaking and then not do it. Um, and I did it. I did it. I, but I did it at, you know, an extremely still a very heavy weight. I can't remember exactly what I weighed at that time, but I didn't lose a ton of weight while I was doing this because again, I didn't really address my diet, um, you know, to the point that I needed to, to, for weight loss. I mean, you can out eat pretty much any exercise you do. And I think a lot of people overestimate how many calories you burn for walking and things like that. So um, that was my initial kind of like, okay, this is how I'm going to start. Um, I did join a gym um, at some point, and that was terrible because <laughs> it was, there was really not a lot of instruction. I didn't exactly know what I was doing. Um, unfortunately, there were a lot of people at that particular gym that just wanted to talk to me because I was overweight and they thought maybe they could sell me some personal training or something like that. So that, that didn't go great. Um, and, but eventually I said, okay, you know, I'm going to try, um, Weight Watchers and I'm just going to kind of follow the Weight Watchers way of doing things. And that did, um, and, and I counted, you know, you, you count points, but basically it's counting calories. And that kind of helped me to lose the first 90-ish pounds. Now, it took me quite a while to do that, um, at least a, a few years to, to lose that weight. But I, I got to that point after I had lost the first 90 or so pounds and I got stuck and didn't continue to lose weight. But I felt like, okay, well, that's all right. You, you've lost this much, which is, you know, you've already significantly improved your chances by losing this much. So, so maybe that's okay. Um, and that, I, you know, I, I, would, I got myself to a point that I was kind of like, maybe this is just going to be how it is. You know, maybe this is just going to kind of be how it is. And um, accidentally, um, started keto because I was trying to get rid of the migraines and I stopped eating um, sugar. The first thing was I stopped eating sugar and um, I stopped eating bread and pasta. And I thought, okay, easy enough. I'll just try this and see if eliminating these things from my diet helped these horrible migraines. Um, my migraines went away and I lost 11 pounds in a week. And I said, okay, there's something here, right? There's something there's something to this that that I have never gotten before, and then the the next 110 ish pounds just came, seemed like it just flew. My my nephew said to me at one point, like it came off so fast that I don't remember you not being this weight. You know, it was just like boom, and, and it was really quick. So um, after a few months of keto. I decided I was going to be a runner, which I'm not a runner at all, but um, I decided I was going to learn to run <laughs> um, as, an, as an adult. I, I need to learn to run. And I joined a Couch to 5K program and met, met a lot of great people, um, discovered I'm not a runner, uh, don't love running. 
and um, started taking a Pilates class because I wanted to strengthen my core. And then I don't know how, but it all just sort of snowballed um, into, I'm going to try every exercise that I am ever, you know, interested in and, and really developed like a very deep love for, you know, hit cardio and boot camps and weightlifting and, and all these things I, I never imagined that I would do. So, um, that was probably way more than you wanted just then, but <laughs> sorry about that. That was amazing. But... No, Stephanie, I didn't want oh, to interrupt or, or stop you because really I was oh. so engrossed <laughs> in, in hearing your story and it is amazing. Congratulations again, because really it's just, it's, if you, if you just listen to where we started there, the fact that, you know, get into that 0 0.75 mile marker yeah. and being faced yeah. with a hill and knowing you had to turn back to having a very healthy addiction to fitness is, is just incredible. Yeah. And the it's fact wild. that along that it's journey, <laughs> you also lost 200 pounds. It's, it's truly remarkable. And it, it sounds as though you've done it in a very sustainable way and over a number of years, which I, I don't think you probably put yourself under any unnecessary pressure. It sounds as though you did it in a very controlled way and you just enjoyed the results mm -hmm. as they came. First of all, obviously starting with Weight Watchers and following that. And, and like you said, it is ultimately tracking calories, but in the form of points. And that worked mm -hmm. for you for, for 90 pounds. And, and you said that, you know, you reached a plateau at that point and you stopped losing weight until you then changed your method slightly and, and, and went to keto. But during that time, because of the fact you weren't probably experiencing any, I'll say severe health problems, you mentioned obviously that the migraines stopped when you started keto, yeah. but I, right. I can imagine at the same time lose just by weighing less and, and considerably less, you must've found more energy. You must've felt, a new lease of life during this process. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've always been a, I will say a busy person, but I, um, the busyness always kind of came with being tired all the time. And, and I, you know, it's funny. I, I was younger when I started losing weight. I, as I said, I'm 40, I'm 47 now. And I feel so young. Now, I, I kind of, I guess a, a regret that maybe I have is like, I didn't do this when I was younger because gosh, I mean, I just feel really good and I felt like I could do more and more things. I mean, I've, I, I've done things over the past few years. I mean, I just never would have had the confidence to do, just never even felt like, um, gosh, I was always, you, you know, I've always had friends and, and been friendly and, and been in relationships and things like that. But um, I, I do, but I'm always kind of introverted too. Um, I, I kind of jokingly, I have a very extroverted job. Actually, all of my jobs are extroverted, <laughs> but I, I always joke that I'm an extrovert for pay. I really kind of like to be by myself and I'm kind of introverted in general. But um, I've really just found that um, just gaining the, the confidence, just, just the feeling like, hey, I can do this. Like, I, and, and you're right. I didn't care really how long it took me. I sort of felt like 
I'm, I'm going to be 40 anyway, right? I'm going to be 42 anyway. I'm going to be this age anyway. Um, and, and losing 200 pounds was actually not my um, original goal. That wasn't what I set out to do. I wanted to be under 200 pounds. I wanted to have a one in, in front of my weight. You know, <laughs> I, if I was 199, I was going to be fine with that. Um, because I just wanted to be 100 and something, right? And I remember so clearly the day that I stepped on the scale and and I was way less than than 199 pounds. You know, I was like, I, I, I stepped on the scale three times. I was like, how is this possible? You know, because it wasn't it wasn't my goal, right? It wasn't something that I was that I actually set out to do. And and when I did it, I was like whoa, because I wasn't super focused on that. I was just like, okay, just keep doing what you're doing. You feel good. This is great. Like you want to keep doing it because you feel really good and you can do all these things that you couldn't do before. It wasn't, it was not um, much about the number on the scale. And, and that has served me well, I will say, because as I started weightlifting, I had a big fear of like, oh, you know, you're 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 going to do these things and this is not cardio. This is different. This is going to be this is, might change your body and you you might need to stay off the scale and things like that. Turns out I love staying off the scale. It's totally fine. <laughs> like I don't really don't <laughs> obsess about it or worry too much about that at all. So no big deal there. I think that's so but um and, and just before we go on with yes. that, Stephanie, I will just say that I, I think it's so important and this is I think testament to the fact that by not being obsessed with the number but recognizing how you feel and the progress you're making with your health and the energy that you're experiencing and the things that you can enjoy as you were losing weight th this was something you know was a huge benefit to you and there are so many people who are obsessed with a number and, and that's partly down to the, the weight loss plan that they may follow because it's so focused on hitting a specific weight. But then interestingly, right. what you've just said about doing weightlifting and how that could impact it. I'm terrible for this. And I, I'm now at my third attempt of, of bulking. So it's a gaining muscle and the mind games that happen with this, but I can see the weight going up and I look at myself in the mirror. No, I'm definitely getting fatter. I'm definitely getting fatter. And then, <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I think, you know, I, I should take more photos. I should take more measurements because I don't believe I am because then I'll go on a, a mini cut and I'll decide to, okay, for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to reduce my calories again. And then my weight, it reduces and I'm like, okay, yeah, now I look slimmer again. And, and there's just no possible way that my body could be changing so much in such a short amount of time. But again, it's the right. perception you have by following the scale and I think that we're, we're very disproportionate in our mind and what the scale says. And we, we blow things out of proportion and think, oh, yeah, you know, I've, I've gained a few pounds. I must be looking huge. And it's really not the case. But because we have that fear of weight gain equals being fatter, it, at least in my case anyway, it's a scary thought. And it's a very difficult concept if you're someone who has battled with your weight for years to change that way of seeing yourself. So, you know, oh, kudos 100%. to you and congratulations. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And oh, so, and I mean, I, I, let me be clear. 
that it's been a struggle for me. Absolutely a struggle. And I mean, I, I feel like, again, one of the really beautiful benefits about getting older is, um, in addition to the fact that we just get to, right? What a blessing that we get to get older. <laughs> but also, um, just the the kind of letting go of, of a lot of that um, that's been ingrained in our brain since we were really young. Um, I, I had a huge fear. I mean, I, I'm 100% honest about that. When I, I started working with a coach, because I thought, I don't know how to do these things, right? Like, and, and anytime, I, I am totally willing to outsource this stuff. If I don't know what I'm doing, I'm going to hire somebody to help me do it, right? So I started working with a coach and he has been really great about, you know, um, don't worry about the number. Don't worry. You like look at, and he took um, and, and does take a lot of pictures and video and sends me that regularly. Um, so I can look and, and do those comparisons and I can see, and I sent him, he, he sent, it was very funny. He sent me a video not too long ago and I said, wow, I look really strong. And he, and he sent me an eye roll emoji, like, yes, you know, <laughs> I've been telling you, well, you know, you look, you look really strong here. <laughs> and that's great. Really. It, it, it's fantastic to hear the journey you've been on and to now, obviously you, you're very much into fitness you're a qualified zumba instructor mm -hmm. and zumba something i've never tried actually but i think secretly I, i'd really it's enjoy so it because but the music it is great i enjoy dancing um i i think i would enjoy it i i'm gonna i'm actually tempted to try a youtube video and uh and, and give it a go oh, you you have um, to try just in it the, it's the so fun <laughs> yeah it, it looks fun that's the thing it looks like a lot of fun um, but so, so this is, I mean, the progression of your journey and, and for how long or how long has it been now, Stephanie, since, you know, you decided to stop losing weight and focus on strength and fitness and, and you felt, okay, I, I don't need to lose more weight. Well, um, gosh, probably about, uh, it's been about a year and a half, I guess, since I really kind of said, you know, I, I've worried about this for so long. I have um, not had any significant weight changes at all for for several years, right? Like I, um, I, I'm a unicorn. I lost weight when the bulk of my weight when I was about 40 years old. So I'm 47 now. So it's been several years that I've maintained within maybe three to five pounds the, the exact same weight. So I, I haven't changed. And I'm like, you're, you're spending all this time and energy focused on worrying about a number or worrying about like, oh, am I going to gain it back? This and that. Like, you're, you're okay. Like, why don't you go do something more productive with your time, basically? And I always wanted... To, to lift weights. I just always felt like, oh, I, I would really enjoy doing that. And I love it. So I'm so glad that I do that. Um, but I also wanted to, you know, I, I it's kind of funny. I, I love lifting weights. I love dancing. I love doing Zumba. I love doing boot camps. I there's so many things that I love. I always thought you had to be a runner to be a healthy person. And I hate running. I, I won't do it unless there's a bear chasing me or something. But um, I, I just have so much joy 
in in the exercise that I do. And that's part of why I really wanted to become a fitness instructor because I feel like I always felt as though exercise was torture. It was terrible. I hated the exercise. I didn't want to do it. And what I have realized is I was just doing the wrong things for me, right? Like there, I love exercising because I do the stuff I love to do <laughs> and not everybody's a runner, right? Like not everybody's going to want to play soccer or whatever. And I love to help people find what works for them and what's going to really set their soul on fire. And, and, Oh, I just, I just love it. I, I'm, I'm smiling really big right now. You can't see me, but I'm smiling really big. I can hear I just, it. I love I can that hear joy. It, <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, in the way that you explain it, I can tell by the passion and enthusiasm you have for it. I can, I can hear it and, and feel it. And it, I think it's absolutely amazing that, you know, you, you've decided to, to help others in the same way you've achieved that same feeling of success for yourself. And, you know, that, that's a really admirable thing. So congratulations to that also. And we're running out mm. of time, unfortunately, but I'd like to ask if you have any advice for my listeners out there, please, regarding weight loss, regarding your journey, anything that you'd like to share that might be helpful to them? Oh, sure. I, I think I wish that I would have, you know, I wish that when I was losing weight, I would have just enjoyed the the process more. You know, I feel like I, I wasn't focused on a particular day. You know, I never felt like, oh, I have to lose 20 pounds by this day or anything like that. But I feel like I, I worried a lot about like, oh, am I doing this right? Is this going to be okay? And, and I should have focused more on like, hey, I'm feeling really good. And that, and that's what matters. And I think the biggest thing about that is um, one thing, you know, when, when, when you say keto, people kind of go, oh, you know, keto and like people think it's a fad, this and that. I am going to go on record here on this podcast and say, I don't think keto is for everybody. I, I truly don't. I think it, everybody is going to find what works for them. And I think that's what matters. I don't think every, I, I'm not a keto evangelist. You know what I mean? I don't think everybody needs to do keto. I think it worked great for me. I think it works great for um, many other people. I would kind of put myself more now in, in a low carb. I do eat uh, more fruit and things like that, more berries and stuff than I previously did. Mostly because I burn a lot of calories. Um, I teach six classes a week and I lift like three days a week and I go to boot camp five times. A week, so I'm burning a lot. <laughs> so, um, I, that's what's right for me right now. And I think everybody needs to do what's right for them and what's right for their body. That's, that's the biggest thing. And also I think everybody needs to find some kind of movement that makes them joyful and it doesn't matter what it is, right? I love to walk. I walk every day of my life. It is my favorite time of the day. I go out in the morning and just breathe in the air and it's, it's beautiful. I, I think everybody needs to find something that just brings them that kind of joy. And it doesn't matter what it is. It, it doesn't matter it, if you are moving and whatever that means for you. I think that's, that's to me is the biggest and best advice. Even if you don't lose a ton of weight doing that, if you stay active and you're continuing to be healthy and, and making those choices, uh, just the longevity, you know, really that to me. And, and again, that was my goal all along was to live a long life. And, um, you know, I'm 47. I'm hoping I make it to 90 really. <laughs> so I got a lot of years. Uh, I don't left. think there's any doubt about that. I'm going to be out walking all of them. 
I, I imagine so. And, it, and, and I love the fact that we're finishing on that, the fact that you have a passion for walking yet at the start of your journey, that very first walk was, was torturous yeah. for you. And, you know, you were unable to do it. It was and terrible. I, I think what you've just said there is, is so true. And finding something that you enjoy, that you can do, that doesn't feel like a punishment. Like you said, even if you don't lose a huge amount of weight just by doing that, it's it's part of the journey and that can lead to many other things. Right. And if you can find a passion in any form of exercise and once you're feeling healthier, who knows where that may take you next? What that may give you the courage to do afterwards, you know? So I, I don't think everybody should, I don't think anybody should try and change everything all in one go because that's usually the quickest route oh, to not true. making it sustainable. But it sounds as though you've Absolutely. done it in a fantastic way. And I'd love my listeners to come and visit you on Instagram because I really enjoyed looking at, you know, your photos and the food that you eat and your exercising and your classes you teach. So where can people find you, Stephanie? I am the next Iron Steph. The next Iron Steph. And I'll include a link. So our yeah, listeners I love a good pun. So. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i think that's great that's that's perfect stephanie thank you so much for joining me on the show and being our latest weight loss warrior it's been a true pleasure thank you so much yes thank you so much take care of yourself and bye-bye i'd also like to say a big thank you to you our listeners i appreciate you joining us at the weight loss warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe if you enjoyed today's episode please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story we share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.